0: television evolved in the 1960s uh, that has actually taken over hugely mm-hmm. in the way ideas are spread. Mm-hmm. The real issue of course mm-hmm. is that the Christians and and the people with Christian views mm-hmm. distinctly were not allowed to broadcast. It gives this sort of overall kind of taboo almost about speaking in public about uh, religious issues. Mm-hmm.
1: and welcome to Clayton today. In this series we're going to discuss a current or a controversial issue and we're looking for ways to make sense of it within a Christian framework. Over the last couple of episodes we've been looking at the things that impact on our ability to talk about God in public. And today we're going to look at some significant changes that have happened in recent times. And with me again is David Holloway, the vicar of Jesmond in Newcastle in the UK. David, uh, we talked in the last few weeks about how uh, changes in the public life, and particularly in broadcasting, have really reduced talk about God to Mm. very private spheres. Mm. I wonder if you could just very briefly summarise what we've been talking about over the last
0: couple of episodes. Well, with regards to broadcasting, of course, the BBC plays a key role. Uh, Recently, we've had an agnostic head of religious programmes, reduction of the Christian material, and indeed um, now currently a Muslim head of religious programming. This means that the public does not hear much in the broadcasting area about the Christian faith. That generates a kind of culture of what we call theistic secularism, where people believe in God, but uh, there's no public references to God. It's Mm -hmm. not the thing done to Mm -hmm. speak in public. And the the media, as it were, the broadcast media, Mm -hmm. is very key in that. Mm -hmm. And the the sort of effect for individual Christians in their conversations? Yeah, because that that then generates a climate Um, whereby people feel uh, embarrassed about talking about the Christian faith. And also there's a philosophy going on which says because we're now, which is not correct, totally multicultural, because still 70% claim to be Christian, but nevertheless there's this myth that we are so divergent. Mm. uh, uh, And therefore the less you talk about your beliefs, the less conflict there'll be. So you get a kind of... Moral uh, kind of pressure not to speak about your faith. So, um, our conversation has sort of taken us up to the mid late 1980s. What are the things that have changed? Well, because many of us were seeing this. In the 1980s the way the public culture was being affected by broadcasting uh, there was a campaign called christian choice in broadcasting to change the broadcasting act because in 1980 uh, still there was an absolute censorship mm. over religious programming mm. certainly in the independent mm. sector and the broadcasting act 1990 at last gave christians permission to bid for licenses for local and regional radio franchises mm. Mm. that then actually was a little marker but it's very minimal very minimal. Mm-hmm. It's in radio and TV. But um, what's happened since is, is the most significant thing. And this is really, I mean, of world-shattering significance. It's like the invention of the printing press. It's, it's come with the internet. And mm. what is happening now is that there's going to be a total revolution with a convergence of broadcasting um, telephony mm. and in fact um, uh, the internet mm. and the theater converging and, and the, the, the driver of that is digitalization. Mm. There's going to be an exponential expansion of channels mm. and a proliferation of programs on demand and so mm. this is hugely mm. significant and people will be able to have one screen in their room which can uh, be, be, be both a telephone or get, getting the broadband, uh, the internet and broadcasting mm. um, uh, programs mm. all at once. So you, and you're,
1: you're not wrong in calling. A digital revolution, are you? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Complete yeah. change in the yeah, way it, that information comes through. It is, it is without getting into us. details. It's,
0: it's a free for all. Um, mm. it, can't be, it doesn't need to be licensed and it can't be licensed mm. and therefore it's going to be open to absolutely mm. everyone worldwide. And I
1: guess this is, this is partly the, the, the cutting edge for us, isn't it? Where y- y- What we've talked about in the last few, few weeks mm. is the way that government restrictions on broadcasting have made it difficult for Christians to, to speak in the public realm. What's the impact of, of this digital revolution on the ability
0: that Christians have to speak in public? Already we've seen um, the digital re- revolution um, having, having a, a, an effect via the straight internet. I mean, uh, emails and so forth suddenly have linked Christians all over the world with one another in ways that this never happened before. But, of course, what you can now have um, is, in fact, Christian uh, television stations. But the real king, at the end of the day, is going to be, one, the viewer... Mm. Which is totally different from before. So what people want to see, they can't be so, manipulated. So by where
1: something. there's where there's infinite choice, yeah, it's the, yeah, the actually, the, actually The viewer
0: is king, yeah. and so the BBC mm. controllers, an in-group of people being paid eight hundred thousand a year, like the director general uh, and so forth and so on, cannot control it. Mm. It's the viewer who's now going to be controlling it. And also, uh, though even more important for the Christian, mm. is content. Mm. Because once um, all the kind of technologies and the business models and all the rest have, mm. have, have sorted themselves out, masses of people will try mm. things and they will fail. Mm. They will fail because there isn't content, mm. new content. And mm. where can you get new content? Churches mm. and Christian groups. And um, uh, here's content just waiting mm. as it were mm. to be used. Mm.
1: You talked there a little bit about the, the viewer is king, um, people will choose what they want to see. Mm. Uh, some of what we've seen with, with the internet over the last few years is that what people want to see is, is things like pornography yeah. or opportunities for gambling or mm, car crash mm. television or whatever. Um, how, can, how can that sort of choice,
0: how can that be seen as a positive for Christian uh, well, broadcasting? Well, um, uh, it is obviously a negative of uh, freedom you will get the bad mm. as well as the good. The, the, the most important thing is therefore um, we cannot, you cannot stop a lot of that, but what you can do is is increase the volume of good and that's where Christians really need to be active uh, and engaged. So sort of providing an alternative. Providing an alternative mm. and, and actually um, seeing the, the, the value of it and I think mm. that may be one of my worries, how mm. many Christians mm do see the value mm. of this.
1: Well, that really brings me on to something else that I want to talk about, which yeah. is that I've often heard the phrase the medium is the message and, and the conclusion drawn that yeah, television yeah. is just not an appropriate N- not medium N- for Christian f- content. No, no, no. Uh, yeah.
0: What would you say to that? Is that true? It's not true. I mean, I think there's two things one would say. Um, certainly in Britain, there's a, a great deal of criticism of television, religious television, because of one or two bad acts in America, television evangelists. There's mm-hmm. been some pretty hopeless stuff from time to time mm-hmm. in America. I may mm-hmm. say much of the American broadcasting is mm-hmm. good, but but there are ba- there's it's bad things. the bad things, yeah, that, stand the bad out, things that stand yeah. out. Yeah, there's the bad things that stand out. Yeah, people are worried by that. The other thing is, I think, people think that, you know, this is people, that, when they're doing television, they're Televising services. Mm. This is in fact doing church, as it were, mm. and an alternative church. Mm. Well, of course, it so can We all just be. stay home in our. Yeah, yeah, room yeah, and, watch and yeah, and don't need to go church. to church. Yeah. Well, of course, that's ridiculous mm. because clearly the mm. church is supreme. There mm. can't be a substitute for the church. I mean, what happens um, in America, particularly even now, is that most people go to small churches. Mm-hmm. there are some big churches where there's some very able people who, who, who are helpful mm-hmm. to other people mm-hmm. and so people who go to small churches are able to log into and um, watch mm-hmm. or listen on the radios mm-hmm. if it radio um, uh, services um, some other preachers during the week mm-hmm. and this has had a huge impact actually over the years in america and it is it's a supplement to it so it's not replacing churches absolutely but it's not just because you must you must be, yeah, yeah. To get things in and, and, different places and also and to get history. people interested mm-hmm. because um, what is broadcast this is where we started i mean what mm-hmm. is is broadcastable is in one sense what is communicable mm-hmm. and what is it's it's reasonable to communicate mm-hmm. and so we said i think earlier that um, say when billy graham comes to town or used to come to town when he was a younger man and he did this around the world, mm. you know, there was always broadcast interviews, mm. and so forth. Mm. This generates a culture of conversation which enables people yeah. just to talk about the Christian yeah. faith, yeah. which is, really you know, what we're, yeah. we're complaining we're just, about, yeah. that, yeah. you know, yeah. theistic secularism is, you know, there's no and public so reference to God. so the
1: internet now gives an opportunity for churches yeah, yeah. to get involved, it, well, it to will raise the profil- It will do. We're not there we're yet. Profil- we're in profil- very
0: early days, yeah. Yeah. very early days.
1: Well, then, we're, we're coming towards mm. the end, so perhaps it is worth moving on then to talk about uh, Given that this is an opportunity for us, yeah. what can Christians and churches and so Christian organisations be doing to take advantage of this? to bring
0: Christianity back into the public. Well, I mean, they can be supporting Clayton TV for one thing, and uh, but our v- vision at Clayton TV is that mm-hmm. we should be able to help other churches do similar sorts of things, provide a platform for other people to make use of what we're mm-hmm. producing, help other people mm-hmm. to do the sort of things we're doing and mm-hmm. seeing the significance of digitalized So it would be part of simply just grasping grasping the opportunities here, yeah, 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 and seeing that we are at the beginning of mm. something exactly like the printing press. Mm. I mean, the printing press came out, there were all sorts of criticisms mm. and the government immediately wanted to license it and stop it, but of course it had a profound effect mm. on the entire mm. world. Mm. And perhaps
1: maybe to, to put, take mm. that a little bit further then, are there any uh, resources that people could look at, things that have been written or Places to start for yeah. someone who is thinking about
0: uh, a bit just of pure historical information. Andrew Quick wrote a book on the Broadcasting Act 1990 called um, "Hidden mm. Agendas," which uh, maps out some of the things that have been going on. Mm. But um, uh, on our church.org.uk website, mm. uh, I did a, cl- a colored supplement on mm. these questions for mm. January 2008, just a little piece people could find helpful. and I did write a book called uh, a "Nation Under God," which dealt with mm. um, these broadcasting issues to mm. some extent. So that may be helpful to some folks. Okay,
1: and uh, would you have any, any sort of practical advice for people who are, are really thinking about starting their own sort of internet TV thing? What, how, you got any suggestions for how to go about
0: it? Well, that? they could com- uh, contact folks at uh, Clayton.tv and uh, mm-hmm. they, they would probably give them advice.
1: Brilliant. Yeah. Thanks, David, thank okay. you, and thank you very much yeah. for today. And thank you for watching. If you want to follow up on our discussion, you can find further information and more programs on www.clayton.tv. And do join us next time for more on Clayton Today. Goodbye.